The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. Greetings and salutations, 365ers. How you doing? How you feeling today? I hope you're doing and feeling amazing. Um, I am Jackie Page, radio personality as well as fitness coach. Um, welcome to the Black Hope 365 podcast, along with my handsome co-host. I appreciate you, Jackie. What's the good, 365ers? It's Britt Daniels, your fit life coach, yogi, and entrepreneur. This is the Black Health 365, and it is our mission to be champions of truth and change by providing y'all with personalized healthcare information and resources from trusted professionals. As y'all know, we are here to empower the Black community to make healthier choices all year long. Jackie, let's get into this conversation. How are you feeling? I am feeling great because 365ers, as you can see, uh, we have a very special guest joining us. Um, you may have seen her on Instagram. You may have seen her on TikTok. You may have seen her on uh, NBC, Nightly News, The Today Show, Dr. Oz, Steve Harvey. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I am talking about Dr. Jen Cottle. She is a board-certified family medicine physician and associate professor in the Department of Family Medicine at Rowan University School of osteopathic medicine. How are you doing today? I'm good. And I love how you just handled that mouthful. That was awesome. You're a pro. <laughs> obviously you're a pro, but that was amazing. So thank you. So excited to have you. So we kind of like to start things off with check-ins. Um, so I'll start first um, as far as like, you know, mental check-in, physical check-in, how I'm doing. Um, I'm okay. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Everything is kind of sailing along. Um, yeah. So I, I say I'm, I'm doing pretty good today. So, uh, Dr. Jen, how are you doing? So I'm doing better now. Let me just put it that way. I am so excited to be chatting with you guys. But if in all transparency, and I, I'm one of these people who I just I don't lie because, well, I always feel like everything's fact checkable. But, but aside from that, um, no, this week has actually been a pretty stressful week for me. And this is I'm actually really glad that we're here because I'm feeling this moment of sort of relief and sort of like, ah, this feels really good. So thank you all for kind of being a little bit of calm in my crazy week. I appreciate that. Dr. Jen, I can't um, appreciate you enough for um, one, being vulnerable in this moment and allowing that vulnerability, but I'm so happy that we can provide space and safety here. And that's what the Black Health 365 is about, um, speaking truth to power, you know what I'm saying, and recognizing who we are in each and every single moment as we transform. Um, for me personally, um, Jackie, I've been saying in the last couple podcasts, I'm really feeling abundance right now. Um, and it's been beautiful. You know, my business has been expanding and um, all of these things have been gravitating towards me. Some days are stressful more than others. But, you know, like I like to say, step back, stop looking at the, the leaf, look at the tree, step back from the tree, look at the forest. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where I'm at right now. And um, I'm, I'm very grateful and gratitude is the word I'm going to use. 
do you do you have a side gig as a preacher? Like, do you have do you have a church home? Like, or a church that you rather a church that you? I mean, because I'm like, w- w- what's the address? Birthplace of Ray Charles. You know, what I'm saying I'm I'm a yogi. It's, it's just a southern accent. I got a little cadence. I'm really a rapper at heart. That's that's really <laughs> and a preacher apparently. So thank you for that. Dr. Jen, really quickly, thank you for saying that because I cannot tell you how many times Britt has dropped a word and I'm like, where's the collection plate passing? Right, right. Like that was a whole situation right there. And I'm like, you know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm a yoga instructor at heart, so we do a lot of spiritual work. Um, and, you know, it's funny you say that because we like to also start these podcasts off with what we call Dharma Talks. Um, but we're going to, and a Dharma talk comes from the Eastern tradition. It's a basically, I don't want to say sermon, but it's a, it's a small affirmation to set the tone for the conversation. And today's Dharma talk is actually in conjunction with the article. We also do these articles to start our conversations out. Jackie, did you get a chance to read that article about I the old Japanese grandfather, former cardiologist? He got eight non-negotiables for a happier life. First and foremost, thank you for sending that to me. I did look at it and I'm so happy that you did send it to me because it literally just kind of confirmed like the things that I'm just like, nope, I'm not going to negotiate on. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not crazy. The one that really stood out to me is he doesn't play about his naps and I don't play about my naps. And I'm so happy he said that that's something he don't play about. Because when I tell people I take naps, they're just like, what? How old are you? Why are you taking naps? Because I need rest. That's why. <laughs> I, love I don't that. play about my naps. And you forgot a period. <laughs> like 100%. But I just want to read off a list because it's so inspiring. Uh, you know, I used to live in Japan. Um, I used to live in Tokyo. I used to frequent Osaka a lot. That's where this man is from. And, you know, Jap- Japanese people actually have the highest population of old people in the planet. Um, and so, you know, one, what is on his list? He takes early morning walks. He does an intentional workout. He connects with his loved ones in person and on social media. Um, he writes in a blog, he creates art. Uh, he makes times for new hobbies at 95. Uh, he takes multiple naps, as you said, mandatory, necessary. And he actually says he has indulgent meals. Obviously those meals in Japan can be a little bit better than they are in the States, (laughs) but he indulges in his meals. And so holistically, I mean, I think that's what wellness is all about, about mind, body and community. He connects with people. He does. He does something where he can tap into his creative source by you know, doing art. Um, he finds time for recovery, but he still gets super active. These are things that we can apply all to our lives. And so we talk about in today's Dharma talk, you know, today we're talking about supplements, nutrition, you know, and all these things. What are supplemental things that you can add to your life to make you a holistic being? Um, I went to a, a Jesuit university and it's this concept called curious personalities, which means to develop the whole. And so in that process, it's things that you can do to attach yourself to make yourself the most optimal being that you can be. I, I feel like I'm rapping. Let me stop. <laughs> no, I like I'm I'm like, can I, where's my notepad so I can write this down? Well, I mean, this is just I'm speechless. This is amazing. And and I love how you said like you tied in. You're like, what can we do to supplement I think our lives or whatever. I, I love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, we here. We <laughs> do. This is what we do here. Uh, Dr. Jen, what would you say are some of your like non-negotiables in life? You know, I just said napping. I would have to agree as far as like the indulgent meals, like having that balance and then really prioritizing like working out and staying active. I would say those are like three of mine, but what would be some of yours? 
I love that. Those are great. And actually napping is on my list too. So I do this thing where I take Sunday afternoon naps and that's, that is what I do. And sometimes in the middle of the week, like it's like kind of like late afternoon, I'll get a nap in. It helps me sort of reset. Something else I love to do is I love like now that COVID is at least at a point where we can go out and go back to the movies and stuff. I love going to the movies. And this is the thing. I don't wait for anybody. I wait for no one. I'll be showing up at a matinee. I will go. And I. it's just like, it feels like quiet time. It feels like me time. It feels like, you know, I got my soda, I got my stuff, you know, and I'm just, I'm just chilling. Like that is a non-negotiable stuff like that, that kind of helps feed my soul. Um, and not as healthy as yours, though, I have to say, Jackie, you're like, you work out like, I'm like, I love to go to the movies. <laughs> well, you know, when I feel like the indulgent meals that like includes cheesecake and pizza mm. and fries. So, you know, that's where that kind of <laughs> in. I love that so much. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big movie goer nerd myself. Um, so, yeah, going to movies is definitely like my isolated time to just yeah. proceed. I know you deal with a lot, doctor, um, and so excited to talk about what you do and talk about. Um, so I think it's about time we hop into the conversation. Yes, yes. Uh, Dr. It. Jen, I know a lot of people have seen you all around um, giving health advice, giving wellness advice. And today we're talking about uh, vitamins and supplements, dietary supplements. Um, so before we get into that, how did you land on this profession? How did this come about? So, um, so I grew I'm going to make a long story real short. Okay. So I was born and raised in Iowa. There are black people in Iowa and, uh, and, and we, and they were, we, we knew black people, my family do black people in Iowa, but what was really amazing about growing up in Iowa and the community we had was our family doctor, my younger brother, my parents, our family doctor was a black male. He was a black male and he was our family doctor. So I grew up with this amazing role model. My brother had really bad asthma and would sometimes have bad asthma attacks in the middle of the night. And his name was Dr. Johnson. May he rest in peace. He would come over sometimes. My, my parents would call him in the middle of the nights when doctors did house calls and stuff. He would come in and sometimes like it just felt like he was a magician. He came in with his doctor bag and whether it was he was giving my brother nebulizers or other medicines, like whatever he did, my brother always felt better. And it was just amazing. It was amazing to see him as a role model. It was amazing to see what he did. It was one of my earliest sort of formative experiences with medicine. And um, I always think about it. He was a mentor of mine growing up. He's since passed, but he's in my heart, my family's heart. I, I attribute him with a lot just from showing me, you know, how we, when we show each other what's possible. It's amazing what can happen. So that's a formative memory of mine. That's beautiful. Um, and it seems like your career has been uh, lengthy and I'm sure has a variety of diverse experiences. And, um, you know, so many people know you not only from all the um, television shows that you've been on, um, given your wisdom, but also from your IG shorts, which are super fun and informative. Um, <laughs> what led you to that communication type? Like, what about that appeal to you? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, before the pandemic, I had social media, but it wasn't the biggest part of my communication with the public about health. Obviously, I see patients in the office. I teach at a med school. Um, but TV has always been sort of the main thing that I've done. And I would use social media just to sort of maybe post my TV segments. During the pandemic, remember in the beginning of the pandemic, especially when like everything was shutting down, like it was like we were living in this apocalypse and everyone was trying to figure out what was going on. And I started doing like seven, eight TV segments a day, but that wasn't even enough to cover all the questions. Do you all remember when they were saying like black people can't get COVID? 
COVID, there was that myth going around. They were sure saying did. people were wondering if you know Lysol killed COVID, if you can still buy Amazon packages, everything. I had people say, is my weave at risk? You know, what's the deal? Because I, I really, can I wear a wig? Literally, the questions were abundant. So I started making my own content to, to try to address many of the questions that we had and things went viral. It was Facebook first. My Facebook following is about 640,000 folks. And then that sort of spewed into Instagram and um, my YouTube page, et cetera. And so um, a lot of what I do, in addition to still being on TV, but is I, I post original content about questions people have. So I feel really blessed in that way. That's how it started. But that's what I do as a family doc. You know, I'm like the doc down the street. So when people are like, I got a lump, I got a, a bump, I got a this, I'm the person they come to. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. And we love seeing it. And I, I said this a little earlier, um, you know, from a, a Black woman to another Black woman, it's really good to see that because, and we've said this a number of times here on the Black Health 365 podcast, is um, there aren't enough of us serving us. So it's really good to see, you know, one of us serving us and trying to help us and trying to give us like real information and, and true authentic information. So we love seeing it. Keep doing it. Thank you. Okay. That means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Happy 62nd birthday, granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you were 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Me and Jackie aren't doctors, but we are in the health world. Um, we both have a background in personal training and group fitness, nutritional coaching. And so we're super excited about today's conversation. I've also dabbled in bodybuilding. With that being said, there's all these questions, all these fads um, when it comes to dietary supplements. Yes. That's the grand scheme of today. Let's hop into it. Yeah. What is a dietary supplement? Yeah, so dietary supplements, um, it, they really consist of a number of things. Um, they're basically products that are ingested that people take in to sort of supplement their diet, uh, their health. So it can it can be in the form of like, you know, tablets, caplets, gels, etc. But dietary supplements can be things like vitamins, they can be herbs, botanicals, like probiotics, minerals, there's a lot of things that fall under that category. So it's a lot of stuff. But and there's a lot of hype about vitamins and supplements. We now like have stores that they only shell vitamins and supplements. And the ads and the things that we see in the world we live in, you know, they're everywhere. So I'm really glad we're talking about this. What are the benefits of taking dietary supplements and even vitamins? Because like you said, we have stores now and all they do is sell this stuff. So I would imagine there has to be some benefit to doing this. Yeah. So I, I'm not here to say that there's not a benefit. But what I will say is that I think most people would be surprised to find out that, well, let me put it this way. The way we see vitamins and supplements out in the world they have us or they, they they have me and I'm a doctor thinking that I'm not healthy if I'm not taking one. The way that vitamins and supplements are marketed, the way people talk about them, the articles, the blogs, almost make it sound like they are necessary to live a healthy life. I did a video about this on YouTube because I have patients that say, oh, but I'm not taking any supplements and they almost apologize for it. This is the thing. For most people, 
who are eating a well-balanced diet, not a super restrictive diet, but there are some people with very restrictive diets by choice or what have you. But if you're eating a well-balanced diet, all the stuff, if you don't have many underlying medical conditions, what I mean by that is there are some people who have had maybe gastric bypass or they have a condition that affects their GI tract so they can't absorb nutrients, or they have some medical condition that makes it extra that they need vitamins. The point is, most of us don't need vitamins and supplements to live a healthy life. Now, there are some people like osteoporosis in women. We get older, menopausal state, calcium with vitamin D is important. Pregnant women need folic acid. You know, there are lots of people who need things, but most people really don't, believe it or not. I know that's not very popular because I get beat up every time Every time I say stuff. People are like, wait a minute, what'd you say? But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's true for many people. Yeah, that is definitely, um, you know, supplements are so recommended in the fitness world, especially if you get in certain fitness circles with the, if you're a runner, if you're a bodybuilder, oh, well, bodybuilders, let's talk about the, the basics, protein powder, creatine, um, sometimes glutamine, uh, fish oils, vitamin D3, um, what's enough, multivitamins, like probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> BCAAs, EAAs, you know, all the lists. It gets to the point, am I just drinking expensive Kool-Aid? Like, what's going on? I mean, I think there's there are some people who might be. What I will say about what you just mentioned, though, is you are also talking about a very specific community. Now, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian either, okay? But what I will say is you are part of a very specific community, especially if it's bodybuilding or things like that. And it's very likely that people in, like, say, high endurance or high performance athletes, Jackie, you're an athlete, Britt, you are as well. But so, again, people who are in special categories actually may need something different. Okay. And that's what I mean is that there are people who, you know, pregnant women, high intensity athletes, et cetera, et cetera, very restrictive diets, this and that, and this and that. But for the general population who eat a well-balanced diet, who don't have major underlying medical conditions or maybe sort of specific, um, you know, needs, uh, for most people, they're okay. And to your point, Britt, about expensive Kool-Aid, the thing about it is we can take too many vitamins and supplements for, for, for many reasons. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. I actually had a patient overdose on vitamin D. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. So a lot of people don't know, or, and, and this is one of the reasons why I believe in talking about this is because I had a patient that had health, she had health issues and we couldn't figure out what was going on to the million dollar workup, as we say. And I finally was like, wait, are you taking anything? Is there anything new? Turns out she was taking liquid vitamin D and wasn't keeping track of how much she was taking. And literally, I checked her levels and it was the highest level of vitamin D I've ever taken, I've ever seen on the lab. And once she stopped it, her symptoms went away. My point being is vitamins and supplements need to be reported to your doctor because we can take too many. Either they can cause toxic effects or we just pee them out, depending on the type of vitamin. Um, and the other thing is they can potentially interact with other medications or underlying conditions we have. So it's not to say that this is all doom and gloom. I just want people to be thoughtful about it. I just don't want people to say, oh, it's a vitamin and supplement, so it has to be good. Not for everybody, not all the time. I love that you said that you need to ask your doc, let your doctor know, inform yeah. your doctor that yeah. you're taking supplements. I recently did an a annual checkup at a new doctor. I didn't have the best experience. Uh, I was out of the jump, but I took note based on these conversations, being on the Black Health 365, I've been gaining all this wisdom about how to how to best show up for myself in those spaces. And I, my, I was very conscious of the fact my doctor asked me, are you taking any medications? She didn't ask me if I was taking any supplements. And I was very conscious of that. 
Um, so just want to put that out there. It's a really great point. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up because we do want patients to mention supplements. It's really important. But Jackie, I'm sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah, I have to say I fall in the bucket of like when I go to the doctor for my annual checkup, it usually is like on the bottom and I don't list it because I don't think it's don't something. Think to, it. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, it's just a basic multivitamin. Like, I don't need to write this down. This isn't that serious. But um, it's very enlightening to hear you say like, no, even if it is something small, sis, you need to write that thing down because it could have some adverse effects with something else that may be going on. I, I just didn't think to write it down. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing for people to know. You know, it, I don't want people to leave thinking that, oh, she doesn't want us taking vitamins or supplements. No, I just want the right vitamins and supplements for the right person in the right dose, the right quantities. And, you know, people who are on blood thinners shouldn't be taking certain vitamins or minerals. People who are on chemotherapy agents or certain, you know, we're all very different. We all have unique needs. Um, and some of us may not need these at all. So have that conversation with your doctor so you can actually find out what's right or not right for you, uh, you know, the public, as opposed to shotgunning it and sort of just assuming, which I think happens. Um, and I know we were going to talk about this, but one of the reasons why the vitamins and supplements, it's kind of tricky, right? Because it's like they're everywhere, but it, it everywhere doesn't say all the things we're talking about. Um, and I think one of the reasons why is because vitamins and supplements are not regulated by the FDA. They're, they're not approved. Um, the FDA does not approve dietary supplements for safety and effectiveness. Um, and it's the dietary supplement companies that are responsible for ensuring that these products are safe and accurately labeled. So the FDA does not approve dietary supplements for any purpose. So they that they, they take a different role in society. That's why it's kind of the wild, wild west. They're just like everywhere in all, all different ways. So it's important for people to know that too. That's very concerning because we live in a hyper-capitalist society um, right. where we prey on people um, and marketing companies prey on the weaknesses of people um, and misinformation. And so that's terrifying. Here. Um, it is. It actually really is for the reason, again, I know someone may come away with the scared, but it's really about being informed. One of the reasons why I'm very cautious about my patients taking vitamins and supplements or me, me knowing about them is because they're not approved by the FDA like drugs are, we just can't always verify what's in them. You know, it's not that I necessarily think vitamins and supplements are bad. It's that as a doctor, because they're not approved by the FDA, the studies that are usually done on drugs for me to at least say, okay, well, I know that we can't say that about supplements. And oftentimes some of the studies that have been done have shown what we call inter-product variability, meaning in one bottle of something, each pill actually has a different amount of active ingredient because it's it may not be standardized. I'm not saying they're not all standardized. I'm just saying there's not a lot of rigor or oversight for it. That's what I'm saying. So oftentimes there's just a lot we don't know because of this. And that's one of the reasons addition in addition to the others that I often, you know, sort of err on the side of caution. I want people to be very thoughtful about this, you know. So if a 365er, if they're listening or watching right now, they're like, oh, I'm taking supplements or I'm considering taking a supplement. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, having that conversation with your, you know, physician, doctor. That, yes. your doctor, your physician. Um, you know, is that an immediate conversation? Is that a conversation that can like wait until the next time I go? Like, what are your thoughts on as far as like, I guess, the urgency of having that conversation? Yeah, I would say that probably for most people, they can wait until the next visit unless they're doing something either, unless they're taking a whole bunch of supplements. Every now and then I'll have a patient that brings in literally a bag of supplements. It's really, really important for us to know. Or if you know that you have 
kind of really serious underlying medical conditions. You're on serious medications. And even if you just have a question, maybe you don't know if that's you. We, we're on the portal. Like, I'm, you know, I've, I've been answering portal emails from patients. You can be like, hey, doc, I heard this podcast and this doctor was saying, I need to tell you what I'm on. Is this okay? You can even send a message like that. So I don't want people to panic. I don't want you to panic. It's really just about being informed and, and letting your doctor know what you are what you're on. And also remember, let us help you figure out what you should be on if you need to be on something, because that's what we're also there for. Well, this is the Black Health 365, and we're here to bring information to the Black community and community at large, obviously. With that being said, there are obviously a lot of products that are marketed towards Black people um, based on our histories, our genetics. What are some supplements that are typically uh, marketed towards Black people based on our genetics? Well, you know, I think that's a really excellent question. I'll be honest with you. I think off the top of my head, I'm not sure that I know the answer to that, that are marketed specifically to us. And I, I guess I, I'm going to throw it back to you, not because I'm trying to dodge the question. I actually want to know from you all, as people who are in the fitness world, are there things that you all have heard about that me as a do as a doctor, I should know that may be targeted towards African-Americans? Have you heard of it? Vitamin C is something that I hear a lot about, but I think that's just kind of generally across the board. Vitamin C, vitamin D are two big ones that I feel like. Um, calcium. Uh, calcium. Mm -hmm. um, the vitamins for your, like, whatever you can take. Hair, for, like, biotin, that yes. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I appreciate you mentioning some examples. So vitamin D, there are a lot of people who are vitamin D deficient. I am. My doctor actually put me on a vitamin D supplement. Um, so that's not an uncommon sort of deficiency. But what I always tell people is like a vitamin like that, we can actually check levels. So instead of just assuming and just being like, oh, I want to take a little of this, your doctor can actually see, are you deficient? Do you need it? Um, and there are other vitamins like that too, um, uh, that, that we can check levels of. Not everyone, but yeah, biotin, um, you know, I've done videos on it. Uh, the studies don't really show a robust biotin helps skin and and hair and nails, although I have many people on social media, many of my patients have said they feel that it helps. Um, the studies are, don't back it up the way you would think based on the advertising we see. Okay. So just kind of keep that in mind. And I think if anything, people should leave this conversation with a list of questions like, hey, doc, should I be taking this? Does this really do X, Y, or Z? You know? Yeah, that's good. If I'm taking a supplement or a vitamin and I'm starting to have an adverse reaction, what should I do? Yeah, I would say the first thing is to stop it. Um, and there are some ways, I believe, like depending on the supplement, the FDA does have an, a way for people to report adverse reactions to different supplements. Yeah, you can. And so I can't give you the exact, like if you Google FDA, you'll see the FDA site. But but one of the ways that the FDA, even though it doesn't approve vitamins and supplements, it will gather information and do its best to kind of take what action it can to, to put out warnings and stuff. So there are ways to report adverse reactions. But the more important thing is your health, stop what you're taking, contact your doctor and be like, hey, I think this is da, 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 just checking in, you know, making sure that it's not something else or that it's not really a cold that you're getting and not the supplement you were taking. You know, make sure you get an opinion about that. Somewhat of a fun question here for population groups that you mentioned that, you know, it, it may be necessary through communication yes. with their doctor and, um, and support networks that they do need to take vitamins. Sometimes people still forget to take their vitamins. So in your role, what are some some ways that you've uh, encouraged people to have it to take their vitamins? 
vitamins? Well, this is the thing. A lot of people who are supposed to be or need to be taking vitamins, they forget them. You know, a recent study suggested that two out of five people who kind of take vitamins and stuff forget to take them. That's a problem that I have with my patients, not only with vitamins that I need them to take for their medical conditions or whatever, but sometimes with medications too. So I love kind of coming up with easy systems to remember. Um, and by the way, I need to tell this, I actually did a Today Show segment on this not too long ago. We always like use our medicine cabinet to store vitamins and pills and stuff. The worst place to store it is the medicine cabinet because of the humidity. So believe, I know, I know. You think it's a medicine cabinet for the medicines. No, 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 no. I know. Both of y'all were like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so not the medicine cabinet, but um, I have been working lately with CVS Health uh, Quick Serve Vitamin Dispensing System, um, and they have a really cool system. And actually, I'm a big show and tell person, so I actually just wanted to show this because I actually have this on my kitchen counter. This is like their Quick Serve Dispensing System. And this is a probiotic. I actually take a probiotic because I have stomach issues. So this is something that my doctor approved, by the way. But it's a dispensing system that where the vitamin goes sort of at the top, it snaps in. And at the bottom, see the little pill comes out. And if you guys can see that, the pill comes out. And it helps me remember and take my vitamins that I'm supposed to be taking easily. This sits on my kitchen counter. You can keep it in your bedroom. Um, but there's a number of ways to try to remember it. This is a great system. It's at CVS, CVS.com. But some people keep a timer. They put an alarm in their clock. They put their medicines where they keep their toothbrush. There's a lot of different things you can do. The most important thing is to be consistent if it's what your doctor wants you to do. That's very important. I like that you said that if it's what your doctor wants you to do, don't just be out here doing stuff all willy and nilly thinking it's okay. Like, no, Dr. Jen just said that she takes something that her doctor yeah. recommended for her. Like yeah. 365ers. Yeah. Make yeah. sure you have those conversations with your physicians, with your doctors. Don't be out here just trying to do life by yourself. Like, no, you have a team of people surrounding you to help you. So get the help. Uh, Dr. Jen, we like to close things off with a thing called What's Your 365? So, you know, a bit of advice or a snippet that you want to leave at the 365 or so. Uh, what would be your What's Your 365 today? So, you know, um, my 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 piece my 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 tidbit might be to to listen to your body you know i have a lot of patients and as black people as a black woman um, you know, there's so much data about the struggles that people of color we've had throughout the years in the medical system, the health system, et cetera. There's data about black women being you know, systemically ignored. I'm not leaving on a downer note, but what I am saying, I want us to always feel compelled and empowered to listen to our body. If something doesn't feel right, if you're, you're just like, I, I, something isn't right, you know, keep going until you find the place, the person, the thing that will help you. So this really is meant to be an empowering message that, you know what, this is your body. You've had it for your whole life. Um, trust it. And if something doesn't seem right, you know, you keep going and don't be discouraged. Absolutely love that. Uh, 365ers, Dr. Jennifer Cottle uh, joining us on the Black Health 365 podcast. A lot of great gems dropped today. We definitely appreciate it. Um, the whole medicine cabinet piece for me, I was just. I know. I know. It's good. We shouldn't even call it a medicine cabinet. I don't know why right. we call it that. <laughs> just change it up. But that was a, a big aha moment for me. But thank you so much. If people want to uh, lock in with you or follow you on social media, where can they do that at? Um, yeah, thank you. Um, you can find me at Dr. Jen Cottle uh, everywhere. Um, com is my website and then on all social. 
There it is. Dr. Jen, it has been a pleasure listening to you and all these volumes of wisdom that you have shared with us. Uh, this is the Black Health 365. Jackie, you want to close it out? Of course. 365 is as always. If you have something that you want us to cover, hit us up on Instagram at Black Health 365. Again, that is Black Health 365. Go ahead and slide in them DMs. It is perfectly okay. You can find me on all social media at Love Jackie Page. And you can find me on all social media platforms at ProfitFitness.life. All of this wisdom is used to help supplement you in your journey. And as always, 365ers, it is your responsibility to be an advocate for your health. Peace and love. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels, created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez, executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell, editing and production, Jahi Whitehead, sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.